the Titanic, a failure writ large. That's the way I've always heard it. Then I heard this guy talking about what an important success it was. That caught my attention. He said that because of the massive failure of the ship, all sorts of changes were made to construction, the equipping, and the rules and regulations governing passenger ships. The changes made sailing much more safer for all of us. Without such a massive failure, change would not have been demanded and accepted. All that sailed later benefited. We learn from our failures. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. We like to preach the benefits of success. We like to talk of failure as being unacceptable. We dream of perfection. Many of our schools have rejected the idea of failure as a grade or as a solution to students who failed to learn the subject matter. When I was a kid in a class of 27 students, we had three who had failed multiple grades. They were 16 when they left eighth grade, not because they passed the grade, but they could legally quit school at that age. Holding them back did not seem to be very effective. Their failure didn't lead to better learning for them. But it was a stick hanging over all of our heads. It did encourage the rest of us. The same held true in college. When grades were posted on classroom doors, students were regularly seen walking away with head down. Within hours, they would be packing their stuff and heading home. I know that the risk of failure was a major encouragement to me in studying just a bit harder, like a lot harder. This was before there was such a thing as grade inflation or teacher evaluation by the students. I'm not sure students are failed at colleges today. I recall taking a college class 20 years ago or so, and the professor gave us this reading assignment the first day of class. One student raised their hand and voiced a complaint. I marveled at such an act. As an undergrad, we never spoke to our professors, except when asked. Marriage is another institution that sees its share of failure. I've witnessed my share of divorces, though I've never actually had the experience, knock on wood. I cannot think of one divorce that I have witnessed that has not ended in a better life for each partner. I'm sure this is not always the case, but that has been what happened to all that I've been close to personally. It seems like the failure led to a better understanding of each and what they wanted in a partner. Some people never seem to learn the lesson and repeat one failed marriage after another, but I would think that that would be the exception. This could be another example of the benefits of failure. My car is another reminder. The cars they built nowadays seem so much better than the ones of my youth. I used to have flat tire after flat tire. <clears throat> Not so today. They've mastered the construction of durable and strong tires. The motors seem to run forever. Things that used to go wrong have been fixed or done away with. My mechanic always buys used cars, and he says... I always look for high-mileage cars. The engines they make today will easily run two 
to 300,000 miles. Thomas Edison and his invention of the light bulb is another reminder of the success of failure. I've heard that he had 10,000 failures on his way to discovering the incandescent light bulb. He learned from his failures. When matched with his persistence, he found success in the end. It always seemed to me that children learn so much from failure. Trying to ride a bicycle, riding a pony, throwing or hitting a baseball, shooting a basket. These things you can't learn from talk or a book. They all require that one tries and tries again. We have to stand aside and let failure happen, and then let them experience the effort and the correcting that needs to be done. Of course, we can help a bit, but we have to let them experience failure at some level. Lots of times, I think, we help too much. When my daughter was very young, she would say, Dad, what can I do? My usual reply, not always, but most of the time was, Well, you could mildew. She always came back with, Dad, no. I don't know what to do. What can I do? Once again, my response was usually, You can do lots of stuff. Then I would run down a nonsensical list. You can roll on the floor, walk, go outside, stay inside, sit down, stand up, go to bed, read a book, play with the toy, close your eyes, sing a song, whatever. You make up your own mind. Perhaps I was being a bad dad, but I always thought kids and adults should learn to think for themselves and make themselves a life. Failing to give meaning to one's life is an eternal problem. We have to learn to give meaning to our life, and that lesson needs to start in childhood. All too often, it is something we do not teach our children. Perhaps these are the same people later having difficulty with retirement. We try and fail at many things in life, and that isn't always bad. But perhaps my old history professor was right in his thought concerning why we study history. Best to learn from other people's mistakes or failures. No need for us to fall in the same hole. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.